Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hey there, everybody. I'm so happy to be back with you on this fresh new season, this fall season of Faith and Good Counsel. Fall is my favorite, favorite time of year. I get so excited when the when the heat of the summer down here in the South, which is quite oppressive, <laughs> begins to fade away and the humidity goes down and fall is in the air. So it's a fresh new season in, the, in this. It, it's a fresh new fall season and it's a fresh new fall season of Faith and Good Counsel. And so welcome. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being faithful listeners of Faith and Good Counsel. I'm Stacy Galino. So Happy always to be with you. We've got some new things happening, pretty exciting things happening this season. Uh, wow, just uh, got word that we're going to begin videoing our Faith and Good Counsel episodes, and very soon you'll be able to watch us um, kind of like they do on Catholic Underground. You need to check that those folks out, Father Chris Decker, my daughter Olivia Galino, uh, Kathleen Lee, and Jeff Blackwell. Yes, on catholicunderground.com. Check that out. Well, very soon, Faith and Good Counsel will have a YouTube channel, and you'll be able to watch us as we uh, record our episodes. Kind of exciting, kind of scary, I got to tell you. I didn't see, didn't see that one coming, but hey, we have to be open. We have to be open and go where the Lord calls us. So yeah, that'll be kind of fun watching us rustle papers and uh, notes, and you'll see my stacks of things that I bring in here each time every week so well you know I have a really really awesome topic I think today it's one that speaks to my heart and I don't really see a lot written about this and I know I've certainly had my journey with it and I bet many of you um, do as well and that is the topic of parenting adult children now this is a huge topic um, and gosh trying to trim it down to a 30-minute show was well, it was impossible. <laughs> and so I'm going to, we're going to just skim the surface today, truly. And then you can find more about this um, at my, my blog, which is stacygalino.com. I'll be reading and speaking more about this because yes, in fact, I'm, I've launched a podcast. It's called Voice and Vessel. And I'll be talking about the, this very topic and many, many others at that place where I'll have some more airtime to either explore more deeply, many more topics and things like that. So check that out, stacygolino.com, or you can check out um, Voice and Vessel podcast, both through my blog and at iTunes. And I hope you will do that. And let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to hear about. Well, I couldn't think of anyone better to have a conversation with in talking about parenting adult children than my own daughter, my youngest daughter, the beautiful Olivia Galino, who is back with me today. Hey there, Olivia. Hello. May I call you Stacy, Mom? What should I? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you're feeling, I, I'm I'm good with both. You know. Oh really? And it's really kind of it's interesting you say that because you know one of the issues that comes up is are we friends now, mm-hmm. or do we really have I'm still a very unique kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to talk about we'll that to today. That. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Yeah, but first, we always must start with prayer. Mm-hmm. And so I found a beautiful prayer, Olivia. Um, and we'll just read part of it. But it's the Holy Family Prayer. And mm-hmm. I think this has so much bearing upon what we're going to speak about today. And so let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Jesus 
Son of God, Son of Mary, bless our families. Graciously inspire in us the unity, peace, and mutual love that you found in your own family in the little town of Nazareth. Holy Family of Nazareth, make our families one with you. Help us to be instruments of peace. Grant that love, strengthened by grace, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. May we always have God at the center of our homes and our hearts until we are all one family, happy and at peace in our true home with you. Amen. Amen. Our Lady, St. John Paul II, please pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, my goodness, where to begin with this topic? You know, Olivia is my youngest. She is in her, her early 20s, mm-hmm. approaching the mid-20s, getting there. And okay. I have, I've mentioned before, I have three beautiful, beautiful children who are ranging in age from, from up to 28, and um, two girls and a boy. And there have been joys and sorrows um, in that journey from, you know, infancy to childhood to teenage years and now to adulthood. And we're in a new season, and I know many of you are too. And I certainly have struggled um, in making the transition. It's part of our adjustment where, you know, we, we conceive of ourselves as parents um, you know, really from the, almost from the moment of conception, the, when we find out we're pregnant, we begin to make internal models in our heads about what our role is as a parent and what it's going to be like to be a parent and what is our child going to be like. And everything is going to be butterflies and honey. Not always. You know, it, it, yes, you always love your children. It's unconditional love, but there are challenges along the way. And so, I thought I, you know, it might be good um, as we're journeying through this in our family, Olivia, that we kind of share some things um, with our listenership. And so, you know, what what comes up for me and where I kind of started in my journey and trying to be better, mm-hmm. trying to be a better parent of adult children, is the fourth commandment: mm-hmm. honor thy father and mother. Hmm. Good place to start. It's a good place to start. And listen, there is so much in the catechism about this. In fact, just one spot where you'll find so much that can really orient your heart and your mind to how we were created. I mean, what the church teaches, that's at 2196 to 2233, underneath that fourth commandment, which has to do with love your neighbor as yourself. That has everything to do with parenting adult children. And so... That gets kind of distorted sometimes, this mm-hmm. honor your father and your mother. Well, one of the things um, that there are two, gosh, we could go so deeply into this, but there are two specific points within that area that I gave you, 2196 to 2233, that have to do with adult children. And I'm just going just gonna to touch on 2230 um, and give you some of this here. This is important. So when they become adults... Children have the right and duty to choose their profession and state of life. They should assume their new responsibilities within a trusting relationship with their parents, willingly asking and receiving their advice and counsel. Now pay attention here, parents, okay? Parents should be careful not to exert pressure on their children, either in the choice of a profession or in that of a spouse. The necessary restraint does not prevent them, quite the contrary, from giving 
their children judicious advice, particularly when they're starting, planning to start a family. So there's a lot within that statement that's somewhat directly related and somewhat not. But let me let me go on to 2232, and then we'll begin to break this down. Why is this important? This is a real kaboom statement for some of us. Family ties are important, but not absolute. Ooh, because some of us, maybe somewhere way down deep, think we might own our children, or they may owe us somehow. Not exactly. Just as the child grows to maturity and human and spiritual autonomy, so his unique vocation, which comes from God, asserts itself more clearly and forcefully. Parents should respect this call and encourage their children to follow it. They must be convinced that the first vocation of the Christian is to follow Jesus. Wow. Mm-hmm. really informative. And I tell you, Olivia, I have really prayed and discerned on this um, a lot, a lot, sat before the Lord. I really had to unravel some some thinking and, and beliefs and, and, and you know some experiences from my own life and some of my patients and whatnot, always oriented toward that self-donative, unconditional love, desire for the good for my children. Mm-hmm. And that's just within me. And the first place that we have to start as parents is seeing our children as adults with equal dignity Mm -hmm. I mean what are your thoughts on that yeah I think that it it's it's a transition as much for a parent as it is for an adult child and granted I am not a parent nor am I a parent of an adult child you're here representing the adult child yes But I think that there's equally a transition for it. I think it's easier in some sense for the adult child because, you know, we are kind of garnering our independence and yeah. we're taking full possession of it and moving forward. But it's it's harder, I would think, for a parent to relinquish that. It's that, very hard. Yeah, that specific relationship. And I think it comes down to just realizing that there's a there's a gradation of being what being a parent means you know when a when your child is an infant and they need everything from you then that's your role you are a constant caregiver but that you you aren't a constant caregiver at 18 um, because right. at that point the care that they need isn't so much you know food diaper changes uh, right. you know going to gymboree it's it's more emotional support. It's um, the kind of support that that fosters their independence and their full flourishing as adults. Um, so I think that it's a delicate uh, transition, and I think that's why it's probably so difficult um, to to make that transition. It is, and it's an ebb and flow. And I'm, you know, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. It really hurts. It hurts to let go of our children. Um, gosh. Uh, every stage I think but it's our duty mm-hmm. it's our duty to do that it's our vocation to do that because as we just learned the catechism says as well as scripture and the tradition of the church also supports this that our children are ours for a time and they belong first to God and we are not to impose our will and infringe upon that freedom that our children have and that duty that they have to live the, out their call and purpose and their vocation well, those are, you know, really big concepts, you know, but when you're in the moment, you know, of your child sharing something with you and, you know, there's an exchange going on and 
how do you kind of maneuver in these moment-to-moment discussions or needs that come up? And gosh, there's so much that the church offers us to help us orient ourselves as we broken people, right, make our way with the very best and the purest of intentions with the, for the good of each other. Because we're, you know, our church teaches us that we have equal dignity mm-hmm. and that we should want the good for each other. Mm-hmm. We're oriented toward that. So making that transition is really, really tough. And sometimes, you know, I, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of uh, problems with this where parents haven't done the work of the letting go, the quote-unquote letting go, and there's a bit of smothering of their children, and it really just engenders bitterness um, in both parties, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't make for a really good and holy relationship of what we were created for and what could be, mm-hmm. and that's something that I really want, and I know way down deep that every parent has a deep desire to have a beautiful relationship with their adult children. Right. So when we come back, Olivia, I want to talk more practically about what adult children need from us and what parents need from their adult children. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. I'm Paul Maneri, coach of the LSU Baseball Fighting Tigers, and I have a serious pitch for your consideration. I've accepted the honor of being the chairman of the Capital Campaign for Catholic Community Radio. What this means is I'm recruiting you to join the team of financial supporters to help Catholic Community Radio build this apostolate. By making your monetary commitment, this will help increase the reach of Catholic Radio with the traditions of the Catholic faith and the life-changing message of Christ's love. Presently, this nonprofit work of faith is reaching Southeast Louisiana and the Gulf Coast with AM radio stations in Baton Rouge and New Orleans. However, the need for new broadcast equipment is urgent. Larger offices are a must, and the FCC has required Catholic Community Radio to build two new broadcast towers in Chalmette. This growth, with your financial help, will nearly double the coverage, allowing us to reach from south-central Louisiana, the North Shore, all along the Gulf Coast, to beyond Pascagoula. The financial goal of this campaign means we'll all need to swing for the fences. But with teamwork, we will realize the eternity of reasons of why it's so important to make this a priority. I ask you to pray for God's direction regarding your contribution. Thanks, Coach Maneri. Make your one-time or recurring pledge by visiting our website, catholiccommunityradio.org. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Faith and Good Counsel. I'm your host, Stacey Galino, and my guest today is my lovely daughter, Olivia Galino, who you can see, by the way, each and every week, Sunday evenings, at beginning at 6.30, at catholiccommunityradio.org or at catholicunderground.com with Father Chris Decker and Kathleen Lee and Jeff Blackwell on the Catholic Underground. You should right. check it out. That's <laughs> an awesome show. I'm really learning a lot from it, actually, and enjoying it. Mm. So well, we're talking today about parenting adult children, and we're going to get a little more practical right now. And one of the things that, that I've asked Olivia, and um, I, I recommend that you ask your own children this question, parents, what is it that you need, Olivia, as an adult child mm-hmm. from me and from dad? Right, you know? right. Um, I think first, I kind of branching off of what we were talking about earlier, I think first I need to know that um, that I have freedom to make my own decisions. Um, 
you know, it, it comes down to, for me, the fact that parents have, you've raised your children um, to be adults, to be independent reasoners, independent thinkers. Um, and so part of their becoming an adult is the use of that reason and, right. the, and, and the, the use of their, their free will to make certain choices. Um, so an important part of helping them to continue to flourish as adults is to allow them to exercise that reason. So that's, that's first and foremost for me is just the, the simple freedom to make my own decisions um, according and, and trust that, that the way that I've been raised um, is, is a good way and that I'm equipped to be able to make good decisions, you know. Um, but then after that, I, I would say that I need kind of an affirmation of that freedom from, mm -hmm. from my parents. Now, you know? what do you mean by that? Well, because, you know, I'm, I'm a young adult. I don't know everything, um, and but I, I do. I have, I believe, good judgment, and um, like I said, the freedom to make decisions. But there are times when maybe I'm not trusting myself that much, mm -hmm. or or I'm I'm a little confused about whether something is right for me or not. Um, and so, what I would need if I came to you or to my dad is just that affirmation that you can you you can trust your judgment. You can trust in um, the, the, the use of your own reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and just that, the affirmation that this is something that you are capable of. Absolutely. Um, because I think that's something that really runs rampant, um, in my generation, especially is just this idea of just, we can't commit to decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a hard time trusting ourselves because we want to see a 360 view of every choice, uh, every consequence of every choice we could ever make, and it, and that's impossible. And so we're just you paralyze this, yourself. Yeah, we yeah. we we are very not good in making certain decisions sometimes. So I think that affirmation is a good, um, and and y'all have done that for me. I feel um, too, you know, just encouraging me to trust my own judgment. And, yeah, and I I one of the things that I really believe is that you discern really really well, and I think it's important as parents to. Find all the good in your kids and really affirm that good. And that's one of the things, you know, is you discern decisions very, very well. And I trust that you're going to make a really good one. Mm -hmm. I'm here if you need me. Yeah. And that's part of the freedom that you were mentioning earlier mm -hmm. is rather than me saying, and I'm not going to say I haven't said it before, you know, this is a transition and a journey and I'm learning too. Rather than say you need to or well, you should mm -hmm. or you should have or what, you know, those are not helpful statements. They don't foster good relationship, and they really demean the dignity well, the, of your adult child. The thing is, too, that as as a, an independent adult, an independent thinker, you know, I yes, I need to trust my own judgment, but I also need an, an assurance that I can come to you or to other adults that I trust, or to to seek counsel. Um, yes, and knowing that I'll be received, not in that kind of attitude of you know, I know better, or I told you so, or right. that kind of thing, but in a, in an open and receptive way to, of, you know, I want to help you make good decisions and to, to continue yeah. to learn how to make those good decisions. Even if you've made a decision that we've spoken about and it, you've chosen opposite of what mm -hmm. maybe I would have chosen or wished for you or what have you, and it doesn't go well and you come back, mm -hmm. it is so important for us as adult parents to be open and receptive to our child and listen mm -hmm. to them and not, well, I told you so. Mm -hmm. Do you know how damaging is that? Mm -hmm. And so, again, that freedom, 
is so very important and that trust that our adult child can come to us to say this didn't really work out the way I thought it would here's where I am what you know what do you think right where can I go where can I go from here and you know I think it's an important note this was really formative for me I know you and I Olivia share a love a deep (laughs) love of John Paul II and um in theology of the body one and you've attended that course too I don't know if you remember this but this really spoke to me and it's not a direct quote but um, I'm going to just paraphrase here something that Christopher West told us that John Paul II said a greater good is served when people use their freedom wrongly than when they are forced without freedom love is impossible People deserve their liberties even when they misuse them. Mm -hmm. And so I really pondered on that because that's true freedom to allow our adult children who have equal dignity to us in the eyes of God to make their decisions, to be a, a vessel, if you will, receptive to hear them, give our thoughts, but let them have the freedom to make their choices. And so, you know, that brings me to another point where we it's a really unique relationship I think between an adult child and a and a parent Mm -hmm. and we're are we friends or are we not I think there's elements of friendship but I wouldn't I wouldn't go as so far as to say that you are my friend you you know you're first and foremost my mom or my dad or Mm -hmm. um but I I do I do kind of wonder at um when adults when adult children grow up and they become quote-unquote friends with their parents because I think there always has to be that level of parent-child relationship even though the relationship is different it has to be different um because it's 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 a relationship of two adults now instead of a teenager or a toddler or whatever um but I think that while there are elements of friendship it's fundamentally a parent-child relationship Um, and that has to be kind of the bedrock that the friendship is built on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would Mm -hmm. be able to speak more on that. Yeah, I think think we're still discovering that and wondering at that mystery. Um, I think it's a very beautiful and unique relationship. I love being, I've loved every stage of parenting, and I'm really loving my adult children, and I'm loving growing in my own holiness and charity and love, authentic love, unconditional love of my children as adult children and seeing your creation out of all three of you and your purpose and wanting deeply, desiring deeply to foster whatever that purpose is and just watching how God is working in your life. And it would never be my desire to infringe upon that. Mm-hmm. And so, and knowing that I can, if I mess up, come to you in trust and say i'm i'm sorry mm-hmm. i should i should not have said that or done it was not my intention to mm-hmm. a b and c mm-hmm. you know so and you it, know, we don't have it all figured out y'all i mean we're working on yeah, it yeah there, and there's lots of moving parts to this you know like you were saying it, it's something for it's it's a difficult thing for a, a parent to come to their adult child and, and admit to a wrong that's something that's it seems almost right. backwards right you know but it is important i i know that you know if i felt like i had been not mistreated, but mm-hmm. in, in at least a, like an intellectual, rational mm-hmm. sense. If I feel like I had maybe not been taken seriously mm-hmm. or something like Dismissed, that. Dismissed, maybe. Right, mm-hmm. right. I, I would really appreciate 
you know, one of my parents coming to me and admitting to that. And because that fosters a building up of the relationship otherwise um, where it may not. And and I think on the part of the, the child, you know, we have a tendency to kind of or at least I can speak for myself, like maybe have a tendency to just accept it as the way a parent a parent child relationship is, mm-hmm. and and leave the the hurt there or just Mm-mm. you know what I mean. We don't but want to I, do that, right? But you know, here's a little secret: like your parents know when something's wrong. They just probably don't know what is wrong, right? And you and don't and, expect us to read your mind. Right. We know when something's wrong. Tell us mm-hmm. and be. Be truly be that open vessel to your children. And you know what? It takes humility, parents, to hear sometimes when our children say, I felt fill in the blank when you said fill in the blank, you know, rather than lashing back out or pointing out their weak points, you know, mm-hmm. it takes and, and you know, any number of other responses. It takes humility, and that's that's a prayerful place to be with the intention for their good and for yours. And mm-hmm. so it really works because we have this, Olivia. I have this with my children. We're always working on it. Um, I certainly wasn't as good at it in in years past, and it's been a transition. So if you if you if this is foreign to you, and you're going, oh my goodness, hey, we can learn. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can learn because we want that good. We all have that. Well, what about this, Olivia? And we could talk more about that. Oh my goodness, there's so much <laughs> there. But just boundaries of personal life. You know, we mm-hmm. live in this technological age where, I mean, let's just social media, for example. You know, stalking your kids on social <laughs> media. That's kind of, a, to me, an inordinate curiosity of your child's life mm-hmm. in a way. And I'm not going to say I haven't done it, <laughs> okay? I'm it's not going to say, me. because I had to learn that, wait a minute, this is a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you, the, more, the holier that you try to be in growing, growing in your holiness, the more you realize this is not right. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, there's, there's definitely... Um, a fine line between wanting to know about your child's life and doing invasive surgery on your yeah. child's life. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, there, there's, there's a very fine blurred line there. Um, and I think it's natural for a parent to want to know that what their child is doing. Um, you know, you go from a state of knowing everything about their life when they eat, when they poop, when they sleep yeah. to you knowing less and less as the years go on. Um, but for me, at least it's, it's good for me to know that, I can, it's good for me to be in a place where I want to volunteer information, yeah. not feeling like I'm having it, it extracted from me. You yeah. know what I mean? So if I, if I feel like I'm being given enough space to be myself, to think for myself and make my own decisions, then, and, and I'm being supported in that endeavor, then it's, I, I, that sets me up in a place where I'm going to want to come to my parents and say, hey, look at these decisions that I'm making, or hey, look at this thing that's happening in my life. You know, I'm going to want to volunteer information and share, and that's a, that's kind of sharing and communion, you know. Right. But communion is very difficult. It's like I think Christopher West, if we're going to want to go back there, he said something about, like, you know, Jesus is the perfect lover because he knocks at the door. He doesn't force his way in. Amen. And if that's the ba- that's the foundation of communion it's not forced so Amen. i always coming back to that and that's never love when something is forced john paul the second just told us that mm-hmm. you know and from my perspective as we go out that makes me have more comfort and freedom to know that i will be received well if i if you ask for my opinion i i assume you want it mm-hmm. but i also know that we you have the freedom to choose or not to choose 
-hmm. and there's no judgment there and so that's a beautiful place to be in a relationship and wow you know Olivia the clock always (laughs) runs out on us and as you can imagine there's so much more to say so do check out my blog stacygalino.com my new podcast voice and vessel where I'll be talking more about these things thank you Olivia God bless you. you you are gift all three of my children amanda jacob olivia (laughs) god bless all of you my dear listeners and next time we'll see you here on faith and good counsel pox christi y'all bye-bye now faith and good counsel is a production of catholic community radio